What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew. As always, thank you for joining Founders Journal, my personal audio diary made public for the world. My diary is meant to give you, the business builder, a backstage pass into building Morning Brew. I want to help you think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, building a team, or building a new product. So let's build together. Before hopping into the episode, I want to give a shout out to a few listeners. As I said in several past episodes, I get reached out to by dozens of listeners on a daily basis, and I want to start highlighting some of the incredible people in this community. First, I want to give a shout out to Bill S., who wrote in and compared my episode on The Balloon Effect to Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Tipping Point. First of all, the fact that I've been compared to Gladwell in any context is a huge honor. Uh, I've been a Malcolm Gladwell fan since the beginning. So thank you for, for making the super humbling comparison. And second, if you haven't listened to the episode that Bill is referring to, just scroll a little bit in whatever podcast player you're listening to this on, and you'll see an episode called Mr. Beast and the Balloon Effect. It's this framework that I came up with that basically talks about the long grind that many creators and businesses endure before hitting a tipping point in which their business explodes in a good way. So I'd encourage you to listen to that. Second, I want to thank Isaac G for writing in about his 2021 job description. As a software engineer, Isaac shared his perspective on how much time he spends architecting and implementing versus creative thinking and non-engineering time. Thanks, Isaac, for the email. And if anyone wants to go through the exercise of rewriting their job description for the new year, as I did, look for my episode also in your podcast player titled, Why I'm Rewriting My Job Description. Now, onto the episode. Today, I want to talk about my experience working during the weekends and why I find it to be the most productive days of the week. Let's hop into it. So it was Sunday afternoon. I was at my girlfriend's family's place, and it was about that time to start thinking about what Monday's Founders Journal would be about. And you know, normally, the ideas for the show are constantly coming to me. It's not an issue of what to talk about. It's an issue of there's too many things to talk about and which one should I pick today versus tomorrow. But for whatever reason, on Sunday, I was racking my brain. Maybe it was because I spent the last several hours prepping for our company's quarterly address that I was giving and nothing else was on my mind. Or maybe it's because sometimes I take these episode topics too seriously, or I almost get writers or podcasters block of sorts because I feel the obligation to provide my listeners with something profound, some new business framework each time I step up to the mic. But obviously, that's not realistic. And honestly, I think sometimes my listeners want something just a little less academic or formulaic, a little bit more human, a little bit more emotional. So I started thinking about what I did this weekend in order to try and come up with something personal yet helpful for you all. What did I do this weekend? I prepped for Morning Brew's State of the Bruning address, that quarterly address I was referring to. I caught up on reading some of my favorite newsletters and some bookmarked web articles, spent time with my girlfriend. We did some research and got things ready for our puppy, which arrives tomorrow. I worked out. I shipped out a laptop to our newest Morning Brew employee. And 
while I felt like I could talk about any of these topics I just listed for a while, none of them spoke to me as something that would be particularly interesting to you. But then something clicked. As I wrote out this list I just read to you, I realized just how much shit I get done on Saturday and Sunday. And that concept in itself was interesting to me. Obviously, there's all of the personal stuff I got done, right? Like getting stuff ready for the puppy, exercise, grocery shopping. But I also feel like the weekend was my most productive work days of the week. I prepped for an entire quarterly address. I formed a framework about how I think about our business and media more broadly. It's going to be in an upcoming episode. I formed thoughts around Morning Brew's paid product ahead of its upcoming beta launch. And I was actually less distracted by social media than I am during any weekday. And I'm not sure how to feel about this. I'm not sure how to feel about the, the notion that I was more productive during the weekend, but it's a fact. Should I feel guilty because I literally give myself no time to breathe after a long week? Should I feel guilty because it shows just how unproductive I am during the week in order to feel this way about the weekend? And you know, I decided not to judge the thought, but instead understand what it is about the weekend that makes it such a good context to do work in. And by the way, this isn't just a me thing. Dozens of entrepreneurs have told me in the past that the weekend is their favorite part of the work week. There's even this business called Cave, I believe it's called Cave Day, which you sign up for on a weekend. And Cave Day basically just allows you to work on any sort of project, a professional project or a passion project. And you pay Cave Day to basically make sure that they curate the environment for you to do focused work because people who join Cave Day also think the weekend is such a productive time of your week to do work. And so as I reflected on like, why is the weekend more productive for me than weekdays, I started to think about these two major buckets that I think contribute to this weird dynamic. The first bucket is there being fewer distractions. And the second bucket is there being less pressure. So let's start with distractions. Most professionals' weeks are defined by a Tetris board of meetings and calls that they take and they attend every single day. You know, you have an internal meeting to discuss the status of a project. You have a campaign check-in call with a current client. You have a weekly one-on-one with a direct report. And while many of these meetings can be important, we oftentimes don't treat our time like the valuable currency it is. What's another 15-minute meeting here or another 45-minute touch base there? All of a sudden, after all these justifications of why more meetings are okay, your week has been taken from you and you're operating according to someone else's priorities, not your own. And one benefit of the weekend is you own your own schedule. Your time is given back to you and you get to choose how to spend it. But it's just it's more than just getting time back. It's also about getting your flow state back. Flow state is this concept of being truly dialed in. It isn't just related to work, like professional work. It's related to any activity. When you're doing some sort of work or some sort of activity and you're fully immersed and have total focus, that is flow state. And while there are debates around how one gets into flow state, I've always found that for me personally, to achieve flow state, I need at least one and a half hours of uninterrupted time. This is why oftentimes the weekend affords me the opportunity to get into flow state while weekdays do not. And beyond the distraction caused by other people taking time from me, there's also the distraction of social media taking time from me. 
I can confidently say that I am addicted to social media, mostly Twitter. And that's exactly what Jack Dorsey and Twitter wants. Their algorithm is built to serve me content from people I follow that will keep me on the platform and keep me scrolling. That's how Twitter makes more money. It's how Facebook, how Instagram make more money, monetizing my attention for longer. And that's how Alex gets nothing done, spending time on social media instead of working. And while social media never sleeps, I do feel as though social media platforms are a little bit tamer on the weekend as people sleep in, busy themselves with activities and taking care of their families, and also trying to distance themselves from technology. And it may seem like a small thing, but just even a marginally smaller urge for me to check Twitter and see how many people liked my last tweet keeps me in flow state and avoids incessant checking and distraction from what I actually want to get done. So that's the first bucket. Weekends remove distraction and less distraction equals more time, which equals more opportunity for Alex to enter flow state. The second bucket, and this is what I find to be the more interesting one and the tougher one to solve is pressure. You know how your level of stress, your level of focus, and your level of expectation change when you change location? Whether it's me going up to my family's place in Vermont and instantly getting more relaxed once I'm in the mountains around a burning fire, or feeling more at peace when we used to be able to work out of public spaces and I just spend all day in a coffee shop with a cappuccino at the table and ambient noise around me. There's just something fascinating about how your emotion and your mindset changes as your context changes. And while it's not a location change, I believe that the day of week is a context change that has the same effect. During the week, I just feel more pressure to perform and be more productive. And it's, it's interesting, right? Because I don't have a boss, so that pressure is purely intrinsic. But I just always feel like I need to be productive every minute of every day during the week. And it's this weird thing. When I feel pressure to be productive, I'm actually less productive. My brain naturally defaults to working on the things that are more tangible, but not necessarily most important. And my mind isn't able to process or work with the same speed because of the pressure that I put on myself. And I'm not sure where this comes from, right? I'm not sure if it's me comparing myself to other employees in the company. I'm not sure if it's me comparing myself to my co-founder. I'm not sure if it's just me comparing myself to my unrealistic expectations of zero procrastination and zero waste work that I've literally had since freshman year of college. But this pressure to perform during the week actually leads to the opposite outcome of what I want for myself. And this is yet another reason that the weekend feels so liberating and so productive for me. Without the self-inflicted pressure to perform and be productive, I believe that I can actually work my hardest and my fastest in this context. I also think that I just work smarter, not necessarily harder. Instead of spending time on things that busy myself, I spend time on things that truly move the needle and help me add the most value to the company. And these days, that involves me spending more time thinking about high-level strategy and less time doing for the sake of doing. Okay, let's pause for for a second. So we talked about these two buckets that lead to being more productive on the weekend versus the weekday. We talked about distraction and we talked about pressure. But now as I think about this and I reflect, it's like, what do I do with it now? And I think what it comes down to is answering a very simple question, which is 
how do I recreate the context of the weekend to help me perform better during the week? And here's my best attempt at answering it. I think tackling distractions to simulate your weekend environment is far easier than tackling pressure to perform. So here are a few things I personally am going to think about moving forward to curb distractions during the week and make my week look more like my weekend. The first is I'm going to create one day a week that is call and meeting free. No exceptions. Zero. This means that 20% of my week at minimum will have the opportunity to put me in flow state. Second, if I have the flexibility and I don't have too many calls or meetings, I'm going to try to schedule all of my synchronous communication, so calls or meetings, before 10 a.m. Eastern and after 3 p.m. Eastern, which gives me five hours of uninterrupted time, more than enough, again, to enter flow state. The third is I'm going to just self-audit the meetings and calls that I join and ask myself if every meeting or call actually needs to be a meeting or call. Meetings are not meant for updates. Meetings are not meant for status reports. Meetings are meant for two or multi-way communication. And if they don't have that, they're likely better off being an email form. The fourth and final, specifically to attack my social media addiction. I do find it particularly difficult for me as a content creator to not be on social media all day long, but I have a few thoughts to tackle this. The first is to set three designated times to be on social each day, one in the morning, one around lunch, and one towards the end of the day. The second is to draft and schedule posts as I think about them so that Alex Lieberman's account could be posting all day long, even if Alex Lieberman isn't actually on his account all day long. So I have ideas swirling in my mind all day long. If I can batch create them, where in the three spots of my day, I'm actually creating my content and then scheduling it for the rest of the day. I can get the best of both worlds being on platform in the eyes of consumers all day without me actually being on the platform all day and being distracted all day. So these are some of the ways that I want to tackle weekday distraction and turn the weekday context into the weekend context. The next bucket is honestly really hard. And the question is, how do I take self-inflicted pressure off myself? How do I reframe productivity so I don't have to always be doing for the sake of doing if thinking and strategizing is the best use of my time. And so I'm going to think about the answer to this one. I don't know it right now, but I would love to hear from my listeners. Do you have any ideas or tips for how I can take the pressure off myself and how I can simulate a calm and casual environment of the weekend, but during my weekdays? If you have any thoughts, send me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to give some of my listeners a shout out in upcoming episodes. As always, thanks for listening to Founders Journal 2021. We have so much in store for this audience. I'm so excited to be building this brand alongside you all. Have a great week, everyone. Take it easy.